you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Welcome back, guys. My name is Tudor Alexander. This is the Seven Transformations podcast. I am here today interviewing my friend, Kathy. How's it going, Kathy? Great. So, Kathy, actually, I am super grateful for Kathy. She is a photographer, but she is actually behind. She's the eye behind the picture that I used for the thumbnail for a lot of my stuff here with uh, the seven transformations. It was a picture of my partner, Sonia and I, and funny story, Kathy, I actually realized this about this picture recently, uh, what attracted me to it. And it holds so much more meaning for me now, uh, on top of the fact that it was a great picture. So good job on, on that. On finding mm, that. Thank you. Uh, Kathy snapped at it, one of the competitions that we were at, but the thing that I realized that holds so much meaning for me was that the night that Sonia and I had danced and hit that pose, I had danced about 150 times that night with students uh, all day, literally. I mean, I was just a machine, you know, and it really trained my uh, awareness of my breath and, you know, going with the flow step by step, maintaining my energy. I had no idea how I was going to pull off the professional dancing after dancing 150 dances on the floor and yet it was really good, you know, and that pose for me was kind of the, it, we danced great, you know, and it was like the, the triumph of being able to compete in the open professional category after all of that effort and still do really good and, and maintain my creative energy and my, uh, my feeling at a high level. So that every time I look at that picture, for me, the meaning is that it gives me an inspiration to keep going and creating a life that uh, I love and, and so on. So today I'm actually going to interview Kathy about her work as a photographer. I'll let her tell you a little bit more about that. And particularly how, you know, I, I always found we had so much interesting conversation before we started recording this episode about uh, the work she does. So what what kind of photography do you do, Kathy? Obviously you do some dance photography, but uh, what other stuff do you do? Well, I do all kinds of photography. Um, I do some portraiture. Um, but what I do most of the time at my job is a food and product photography. We shoot a lot for restaurants, for menus and um, backlit boards and social media. I also do a lot of product shots for catalog companies that sell their products. So it's really interesting. Yeah, it was so cool talking to you about the whole process behind, uh, you know, snapping food and preparing it for that <laughs> that delicious shot, which <laughs> actually in reality, once you learn about the things you guys do to food to make it look like that, you don't really want to eat that food. It's it's really interesting to hear that from... Yeah, it is, it is really interesting. We do a lot of things to the food that um, just... To make it more appetizing looking. <laughs> well, what, I mean, have you ever thought of your work as transformative? Have you ever thought about that? 
I have because I I think it um it's very creative which is something that's very important to me and I don't think I would be good in a job where I don't get to do anything creative where I just kind of mm. have to follow the rules all the time. Yeah, there's something new every day at the studio. Yeah, it's it's not groundhog day and we remind ourselves of that all the time. We're like, well, at least it's not the same as it was yesterday. <laughs> It's always something new. What does, uh, with your photography, I mean, what are some of the favorite parts of the process to you? Like when you're putting together, let's say, a, a stationary piece, or even uh, you, you mentioned how you got into uh, dance photography. You're taking dance lessons now, and you're getting into the dance world. And it was so interesting to talk to you about the difference between something where you have control over the position, let's say, of of the thing you're taking a picture of and something where you don't really have control. Yeah, it's constantly it is moving. really interesting. In the studio, I have control of just about everything. I control the lighting. I situate the product or the food just the way I want it. And even though food does um, can get old and it can move around on you, I, I usually have control of, of what I'm doing with it. And I can snap as many photos as I want and change the lighting and run around but when I started shooting dance, I um, would watch the dancers just kind of fly by me and stop for like a, a second and, and hit a pose and and then move and then on. it's gone forever. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought, like, no. well, wait a minute. I, I need you to hold that pose and smile and keep your eyes open and, and then you can go. But hmm. I have no control. I... I mean nothing to them. They're putting on a show and I'm just chasing them around trying to mm -hmm. capture moments. So it's it was very challenging at first and but I I do love the challenge, I have to say. What's your what's your favorite part of I guess you know tell me about both of them because they're both very different you know uh realms of photography. What is your favorite part about each let's say the the studio where everything's nice and controlled versus a hectic environment like a dance competition or going mm. out to a salsa club and you know what is your favorite part about each one well in the studio i like the idea of uh, discussing with the client what it is they want and in trying to um, collaborate to achieve the desired results and when i see it all come together and it ends up being this gorgeous shot of whatever it might be it might be a glass of beer that's all um yeah bubbles coming up from the bottom and it's all foamy on top and it's, it's crazy how all, much planning you know, goes kind into of those sweaty shots, and it <laughs> looks just so appetizing you just want to pick it up and drink it something like that is is really nice when you when you get the end result that you want yeah and you look at it and you're like oh that's just great and then with the dance it's kind of the same thing it's like well, I see them kind of flying by and then I, I can anticipate sometimes what's coming. And like I was telling you, I try to wait for that moment when they when they hit the extension of a line to hit that perfect line. Mm. And when you get it, you know, and you're just like, oh, wow. That's yeah, just... it's that rare moment yeah. caught forever. Yeah, and by the way, you and Sonia were on fire that night that I <laughs> shot you. you. It was incredible. <laughs> that I, was. I had no, honestly, I did not know how I found the energy. but Yeah, I, it was like I, I couldn't take my eyes off of you guys. And I just thought this. This is something, you know, I'm so glad to be here at this moment in time and, and capture this. 
Yeah. It was just very, very special. It was cool. And I love how, I just love the picture. I love the orientation of how Sonia is looking up and it's just got this optimistic feel to it with her hand up. It's just such a good. Yeah. And I have cool to say moment. your guns look really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have some permits for those guns. So okay. yeah, I've been working out. <laughs> well, all right, Kathy, here's a, here's a kind of a little more philosophical question for you about your work, but what does what does your work mean for your life purpose? How does it fit into the greater picture of your life? You know, no pun intended. But, um, you know, I, I believe that we're all here to kind of contribute our creative voice, let's say, to to the universe, to others, to integrate. You know, even found a, a study recently that one of the major components to having a long life and a healthy life is an integration into society you know, our social integration based on what we do and who we are. So life purpose is a big, it's a big deal. And having that sense of, okay, the work that I'm doing is very fulfilling to me because of my life purpose. What does your work mean to you when you are at the studio, when you get to, you know, even, you know, you take pictures, you head headshots of people, you take a picture like this that you took of my partner and I, and it, it really transformed my you know, particular direction with things, or when you give somebody a nice headshot, it transforms their life and how they're presenting themselves. You know, photography is such an art. It's such a transformative thing. So what does that mean to you, being able to to do that and have that in your life? Well, it's it's very important to me, it's a, and it's very special. Um, I have this need to create all mm-hmm. the time, and it fulfills that need in me to create and and dance is kind of the same way it's a very mm-hmm. creative process that i feel i just need to do so it it was really fun being able to combine those two passions how long have you been dancing um about 10 years wow I okay started. Yeah, nice what's your favorite dance what day is it what day is it? <laughs> it it depends it on the day, Sunday, but I right? just yeah, um gosh, I, I love cha cha, I love foxtrot. The the music is so wonderful and um in Mamba Mambo and Salsa. Yeah, nice. Those are all those are all wonderful ones. Well what uh I think you know, you pointed to something very cool, which is that we have a a burning need to create and What's cool to hear about it from you is that you are not only aware of it, but you're acting on that need. You know, you you are finding ways productively to fulfill that creative urge. You know, I think we all have that. And I think a lot of us also tend to get disconnected from it. You know, that's when we feel most unhappy, when we feel unfulfilled in life. It is difficult. And and I'm lucky that I get to be creative at work. Um, So I get to you know, handle my creativity at work. And then sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm working so much, I don't have enough time to do the things that make me feel alive. Mm. And so sometimes I will, I'll be driving down the road and I'll see a tree or a plant. And I think, oh, I love, I have got to come back here with my camera. Yeah, I bet it's totally different as a photographer. I mean, you're looking at things all the time, very differently i'm sure you see things that other people don't and you're like oh man like that's a cool moment i want to want to snatch that moment and keep it always 
always. I see things and I think I, sometimes I think I see things really differently because I notice things that other people don't notice. And I think, well, why don't they see what I see? <laughs> well, you know, it's... So I have to take a picture and show them. <laughs> I think it's interesting because every every specialist in some area, like let's say you're a cook or let's say you're, you know, a photographer, whatever, whatever area you're in, you have developed such a heightened sense of what you do that really, ultimately, it just makes you much more present. You know, your attention is so much there, more so than the average person, because you're having to utilize it and train it so much more, uh, that you have an access to so many dimensions of, let's say, vision and seeing angles and things that normally most people are unaware of because we don't have to engage our senses sometimes i wonder is it a blessing or a curse yeah that's true i wonder (laughs) if it's just sort of an adhd thing that i have you know like i'm trying to pay attention to what's going on but but look there's a butterfly you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) so that's funny well okay i got a question for you about you know your how long have you been a photographer actually first off (laughs) way too long over 20 years over 20 years so in that time maybe even recently you know having picked up the dancing portion of it what has been one of the most transformative experiences that you can share in your line of work maybe was it taking a picture of somebody and it just totally made their day was it like it was like a makeover kind of thing or maybe you were pursuing a shot and it was very difficult and you you nailed it, you know, and it was, you know, what experience was that like for you? Like, I mean, it could be anything. So anything that comes to mind? Well, that happens a lot. And yeah. sometimes, you know, I think that I create the perfect shot or um, or I get a wonderful photo of someone and um, and they love it and everyone else loves it and I love it. That's that's really kind of fulfilling or when when someone just says thank you and is is truly grateful mm. for a really nice shot it it just feels so good i think yeah. too so it's in the little moments for you like it's that. really in those moments oh, definitely. where you know where you really get that connection with somebody and they're saying hey man you really you really made this moment for me or and sometimes i see something in them that they don't see in themselves mm. and i want them to be able to see what I what I see, because hmm. I I see beauty in so many things that other people just don't notice. I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I like that because really everything is inherently beautiful. You know, I th- I, I agree with you. There's so much beauty, even, even in like you know, like you look at my office right now. Like I'm looking at something like my USB drive. This thing is shiny polish red and things like that. I think, you know, you could take any of these things from the right angle and really create them to be art. There's art everywhere in the universe and in the canvas all around us, you know, so. Yeah, yesterday I noticed that my neighbor has this really beautiful Harley Davidson motorcycle. (laughs) And I just want to run over there and start taking pictures of it. You know, I'm like, oh, don't mind me. You know, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just taking pictures of Harley (laughs) Well, and we, I never oh. really thought of motorcycles as being beautiful before until I saw this oh, one. Oh yeah, and I mean the design, especially. Yeah, I was like, wow. I'm always fascinated by the angle, the the impact of a perspective mm-hmm. on something. You know, like with you know, you could take 
something that from far away, whatever, looks like a motorcycle, and then suddenly you get in close or you get from a weird angle and stuff, and it creates such a totally different angle and, and impact on the on the image and things like that. So I always thought that was so interesting, how you could reframe essentially you know, something that you look at. You can reframe it into a completely different piece of art. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, well, what, you know, when you have done this photography since you started to where you are now, what can you say are some of the most transformative things that you have experienced in, in regards to yourself? So on your journey, you know, through this, you know, being an artist, I mean, I think photography is an art. Being an artist, what has changed about you? And this is kind of a two-part question, but the first part is what has changed about you? What are some major things that has changed? You know, you and I talked a little bit off air about balancing your perfectionism and you know like when you <laughs> when you shoot for somebody you know being a little more detached about you know it's it's all about what they want not necessarily how how you would want it so that was one thing you mentioned that kind of touches on this question but what are some other things that you can say that have been noticeable changes about you and the second part of the question is regarding your relationships and how these things that changed inside of you how has it impacted the relationships around you so like your close friends, your family. Yeah, we we talked earlier about energy. Mm-hmm. And that's been very important to me that having the creative energy but just feeling the energy of of the people around you. Mm. Um that's been major in relationships because uh, like I was saying if you feel that someone is um putting out very negative energy, you maybe don't want to be around them that much. Mm. Or you'd like to affect their energy and make it more positive by what you're doing or what you're saying. So your awareness, you would say, is really definitely uh, something that you've developed in the last. Mm-hmm. How do you think like, photography contributed to that? Like being a photographer, I mean, because what I see initially is with photography, you really have to hone your focus and your awareness of different things. It is... It is an art, but it's it's a detailed thing. You have to focus and zoom, you know, without pun intended, zoom in on different things, right? So I can see that impacting the rest of your life in the sense that you start to become aware of different things, like let's say somebody's energy or mood or, or even body language. It's like you start to notice those things. Yeah. Well, oftentimes um, when a client comes in and they want me to sh- shoot some product or style some product, a lot of times I will ask them, I say, well, what it what is it you're trying to achieve here? What feelings do you want the viewer to have when they see it? Mm. And people have definite ideas. Oh, I want this to be fun and playful, or I want this to seem serious, depending on what the product is and what what they're going for, what they're trying to evoke. When I was in art school and they were, when we were learning photography, one of our... Um, assignments was to provoke emotion Hmm. and um this is gonna sound terrible (laughs) go for it as long as Um, there's no bad words we're fine i worked with a friend who um worked in an animal hospital and they had a greyhound there that was a blood donor Uh and we put a bandage on the dog's leg like it was broken uh-huh. And put him in a kennel, and he had this look on his face like Aww. the saddest thing ever. And I took his photo, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and everyone in my class was like, oh, you know, everyone was yeah, so sad you, about you this it. <laughs> animal who there was absolutely nothing wrong with him, but Aww. but the photo looked pretty sad. <laughs> so that's interesting, it, yeah, it, the... and it is almost manipulative, and um, yeah, that that's another issue with you know photos and Photoshop and. That's like interesting, that. yeah. And in the idea of how you can, how something is presented does evoke, there is a, an emotion that's always evoked, especially in, yeah. in, in marketing and in, uh, you know, persuasive photography, I guess, if that's even a term. You really are trying like to Sometimes evoke. you want something to be peaceful or you want it to, mm -hmm. to look tense. Interesting. Yeah, that's, you know, I think about all the ads now that they have and I'm like, man, there's so much stuff that, you just absorb and you take into your consciousness and your mind without really screening it. But you, there's been so much thought put into it as to how it's supposed to make you feel. Yeah, well, if someone wants you to buy a, um, a home protection device or, so, you know, a um, home alarm or something, they'll show you images of somebody being afraid, yeah. and someone breaking <laughs> in, you know, that kind of That's thing. That's so true. Well, what, you know, your relationships, your close friends, your family... How have they benefited or how has it affected your relationships being an artist and <laughs> transforming through this journey, you know, uh, in the last, you know, 20 plus years, whatever, oh. even dancing, let's say, how's that, you know, contributed to the transformation of your relationships? Well, it's been different. Sometimes when I'm on vacation with my family, um, you know, I'm taking all these pictures and I'm wanting to wait for a sunset or whatever. And my family's like, oh, really? Come on. Let's just. <laughs> and other times my a family member will say, why aren't you taking any photos? And I said, well, I'm on vacation. So <laughs> that's been different in relationships. Do you find okay. that they're they're generally supportive of, of your track in life or. Uh, yes, I've been very, very fortunate that that my family members and friends are supportive of what I do because it's it's not always easy and um it's quite different than the rest of my family members. Yeah. But they it's funny because they're like, Well, well you're the creative one and I think no honestly I think everyone is creative. They mm. just don't realize it. I had a, I have a sister who's a, an engineer who said well, you're the creative one. And I said, well, what do you do all day? And she said, well, I solve other people's problems. That is creative. And yeah. I said, that that right there is creative. Yeah. So don't ever think that you're not creative because I think everyone is Yeah. in Absolutely. their own way. Absolutely. Just, it, just because they don't paint or take photos or make music mm -hmm. or dance, that, that doesn't mean that they're not creative. They may come up with a wonderful solution to a problem or yeah being creative i i completely agree with you on that point and that's one of the things that i often like to talk about because creating has nothing to do with arts it's about seeing the connection between two things that's it you know and if you think about solutions or you know finding a a, a solving a problem with a solution it's about finding the connection between two things that aren't obvious you know whereas you know Art, you know, music, all those things, it's the same thing too. You're you're looking at something that, you know, fashion, this goes with this in a way that nobody's ever thought of. It's the same thing. You're putting two things that are 
perceived unrelated. Right. Uh, but you're connecting them. Or a camera, I'm going to put it here where nobody thought to put it so I can get this shot, you know, and connect these two perspectives, yeah. you know. Well, there used to be a woman that would come to the USA dances. And I haven't seen her in a couple of years. I don't know if she moved away, but... I could not wait to see what she was going to wear. Uh-huh. She's always some new thing. It was something so... She put things together in a way that I would never think of. Yeah. But somehow it worked. And I I was just so... And she wore things that people probably thought, oh, she's crazy or, wow, she has odd taste. But mm. I loved it because I was... I thought, wow, she's she's brave and she's out there and she's creative and... It's wonderful. Yeah, she's expressing you know, her own unique I know, flavor. I loved it. Like, yeah. I completely agree about the creativity part. Well, kind of to ask you about, this is, we actually talked a little bit about this off air, but you, you, I remember you told me that a lot of people think like, oh my gosh, you work as a photographer, how fun. <laughs> and how glamorous. How yeah. glamorous, right. That was the word <laughs> that you used. And, you know, it's, sure, there's kind of those moments at the end, but there's a lot of moments, like you said, where, you have to do cleanup. You have to do setup. You have to oh, do yeah. a lot of the mundane. You have stuff. to schlep equipment and do the grocery shopping and do the dishes and cook the food and <laughs> do all. You know, make sure you order everything. It's and like, how does that have to do with photography? I yeah, want to take pictures. Take out the trash and clean the bathroom and all the fun things. So, how <laughs> the question to to me uh, is, how do you deal with those mundane things in the sense that? It's very easy for them to pile on and to discourage us, to create more cynicism in our life, to shut down our creative energy. That is something that we are constantly having to transform because there's an endless supply of mundane yes. tasks all the time, every day. So how do you how do you accommodate for that? And how do you create more of those transformative moments out well, of, you know, um, your days? Unfortunately, I'm one of those people that gets bored really easy. <laughs> So I'm kind of glad to have a lot of things to do yeah. at work. I kind of like to hit the ground running. And I um, sometimes when I do these things, they're kind of mindless. So it gives me an opportunity to think about what I have to achieve that day and how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And think about, because um, I have to come up with a lot of solutions. And my boss will say, well, we need to do this and this and this. What What are your thoughts? So that gives me an opportunity to think about all those things while I'm, um, you know, cleaning up or getting ready. But another thing we talked about earlier was that I think that um, mobility is huge, mm, especially yeah. um, when you're aging, I think, you know, at some point mobility is going to be really important. Yeah, having regular movement of yeah, some Yeah, so I'm really glad that I have a physical job where I have a lot of movement and I um, that I'm on my feet a lot and that I'm still able to do all those things. I think it's... Um, what's the... What's the saying about an object in motion? Stays in yeah, motion. So. <laughs> Stay, yeah, unless yeah, so I'm upon. hoping <laughs> that yeah. that's how it really works. Well, movement is life. I mean, you know, if you stop moving, that's when... And I do stops. catch myself, you know, practicing my dance moves in the studio. I'm sure that if in my... The photography <laughs> studio? <laughs> if my boss watched the, you know, the um, surveillance cameras, he'd probably wonder what in the heck is she doing, but... 
Well, I like I like what you pointed to when you you said that you use those mundane tasks as almost like a an active meditation, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense that they're mindless. So you just kind of you don't really associate any meaning to them because I think where and this is something I run into as well because my mind is always running on what's next, what's the next creative idea. Okay, let me I get home, boom, boom, boom. Let me think this and. If I have to do my dishes, if I have to do it, it's like, oh, my God, I just want to die because <laughs> and, and it's really it has nothing to do with the dishes, but it's the meaning that my mind is putting on them in the sense that I see them as taking time away from other more important things that I should be doing. So right. the fact that you can approach those mundane tasks from a, you know, let's say mindless perspective. Well, that's at work. It's yeah. easy to do something when you're on the clock. Yeah, sure, right. You it's, get paid for Yeah, it. <laughs> and then when you get home, you're like, hey, I just did this all day long. I don't feel yeah, like that's cooking that's or, different. or cleaning or whatever. So at least if you're getting paid, then, you know, use it mindlessly <laughs> it <is easier>. for <laughs> meditation. Well, what is the word, you know, this, in, this interview is a lot about transformation. What does that word mean to you? The whole point of me creating these interviews was to bring the word transformation down to a more relatable level you know in the sense that it is something that we can find in our everyday it is something we can talk to our friends about it is something that is powerful and accessible as well so to you what does that word mean when you hear transformation okay this this probably has nothing to do with what we were talking about but that's okay go for um, it we talked about like new age thinking earlier yeah and i I'm really hoping that there's going to be a transformation on our planet, that people are going to start caring more about each other and start wanting to live peacefully and take care of each other. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of a mindset. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really hoping that um that that we transform as a planet, as a people that that we become more caring. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's sort of what transformation means to me is being just more aware of what's around you and the energy. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, developing your consciousness, your yeah. conscious consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a good one. I like that. Well, in your particular life path and the work that you do and all the you know, things that you've experienced, what have you felt that is your biggest obstacle to transformation for you oh gosh a little more personal question <laughs> yes <for> <laughs> definitely um i think sometimes self-doubt is kind of a roadblock okay for a lot of us yeah absolutely when it comes to a lot of things thinking oh gosh i want to do this but i'm not good enough or mm. you know i want to i want to dance like that but oh I'm, I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. and I think to myself, you don't have to dance like that. You have to dance like you, only better. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And the old saying about it doesn't get easier, you just get better. Oh, I like that. So <laughs> I don't, you know, I strive to just get better because I know it's not going to get easier. <laughs> Are there <laughs> any anything that you, uh, any tricks or tips that you use to, handle your self-doubt that comes whenever it's come rearing its ugly head do you a lot of people meditate some people use affirmations yeah. you know obviously dancing is really helping you affirmations are big affirmations. i just give myself a pep talk yeah. yeah yeah kathy you can do this you can do this yeah you know 
That's good. You know, you, I, I like to actually talk to myself. Done it before. A lot. You, you can do it again. <laughs> Some people yeah. think you're crazy, but it's fine. That's okay. It's okay. You embrace the crazy. Embrace the crazy. <laughs> I like that. Well, what uh, kind of we're coming up on the end of the interview here, but how has you, you know, this is kind of a little fortune cookie for our listeners. How has your experiences about, you know, these photography and the dancing and everything you're doing, working with people, creating these moments, how has those given you life lessons about the rest of the world, about other people? You know, we talked a little bit about awareness of energy of others, you know, things like that. But what are some major life lessons that you've extracted from your work that have transformed you that you have seen in other parts of, you know, the world and other people kind of, I guess hmm. this is more like wisdom, you know, what wisdom have you got oh gained from your path that's given you? That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I just try to realize that, um, a lot of times people are going through things that you have no idea about. Yeah. And you may be going through something yourself that no one else knows about. And um, patience is a big one for me. Mm. I struggle with patience. And um, and I realize that other people do too. So I mm. try, try to be patient with the fact that we're all struggling with it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You reminded me of a of a photographer. I actually have a, a huge painting in my other room here that was done by a photographer who worked with a psychologist. I should probably interview interview her now that I just thought of this just now. But it was called it was something like something portrait, like self portrait or uh, something like this. But anyway, I'll think of the name later. But what it was basically they would take people because you said you never know what somebody's going through what's their story and i thought about photography and the impact on that and how you can see somebody's inner self or their character through certain pictures you know and inner portrait that's what it was called it was something like inner portrait and this was a project that had gotten abandoned but i think it's so cool and basically you know it's the, the psychologist she had passed away unfortunately but what they were doing was the psychologist was doing movement therapy with them, with these people that would come in. And while they were doing that and doing these different poses and stuff, they didn't know that this photographer, Martha, was in the background taking pictures. And it was in the studio. And so the psychologist would take them through different things and then the photographer would catch moments of joy and peace or all these things that these people did not feel that they had and at the end they would get these little anchors basically that they could look back on and say oh look you know here's you confident you know or here's you like joyful even though you're you know suffering from depression and it was a very interesting program because photography was used as a tool for seeing you know that inner story you know, that they're going through but also seeing the things that they couldn't see in themselves with their because of their self-doubt, because of their depression or whatever else they were dealing with. And it was it uses a healing tool. So inner portrait, you have to look that up. Uh, it was very interesting. It, it is interesting because sometimes um, I'll shoot someone who's doing a dance performance and I'll say, look at you, you look so confident. And they'll say, I was terrified. <laughs> you know, and I think, yeah, yeah I understand that. that. You know, you're, you're, you're really acting 
sometimes when you're out there, you gotta the be whole, con- you gotta be convincing. yeah the whole fake it till you make it thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, really kicks in. Sometimes. I don't care what it is. You gotta sell it. That's yeah, what I tell my students. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kathy. That pretty much concludes our interview. Thank you so much for coming over and sharing your life well, as an artist. You. And thank you again for that awesome picture you made. I think it's absolutely beautiful, and it it's, mm. uh, really means a lot to me and motivates me every time I look at it. Cause it well, thank you. Meaning, I, so. I'm so glad. that That's a big motivator for someone like me is when someone really likes something yeah. that I've done or something. Yeah, that it's I've great. Shot. And you have a lot of awesome pictures. Where can they find more information about you and the work that you do? Where where would they be able to Um well I you? I don't have a website. I am on Instagram under martial arts photography. Mm-hmm. So if they want to see some of the work that I Yeah, done. and you work for um like a company you Yes, do... I work for Tonic Photo Studios. Okay, cool. They, when they they yeah, need if some, they need any, um, um, you guys specialize in like uh, non-people stuff, right? Or say, or well, we do do lifestyle. Oh, what, you do. what they okay. call lifestyle, and mm-hmm. we usually use uh, models and talent for that. But okay, but not always. It just depends. But we do mostly um, product and food photography, um, architecture, mm-hmm. and we do corporate portraits. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome conversations all the time. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this has been an educational and uh, interesting episode for you. All these people that I have on the show, they have very interesting lives, and I believe that we can all find ourselves in the life of another. So I hope that you have learned something, you know, photography, art, all these things that we talk about. They are windows into self-acceptance, into, uh, you know, all these things that we like to talk about, confidence, peace, vision, you know, intuition. Uh, And I love to share these episodes with you. So if you like this show, share it with your friends. If anybody that can relate to the things we're talking about, share it with them. You know, you never know what kind of difference you'll make when they hear the episode or they hear somebody else saying something that's meaningful to them. And if you also like the show, you can check the uh, website. I've got a Patreon page up. If you want to support us through there, um, I have a series of things you can donate on there. But basically the point is I'm donating 20% of all the Patreon funds to charities. You can check my community page uh, for the kind of charities that I'm involved with on a regular basis. So anybody who supports the podcast through patreon they will uh, be contributing to charities through their work so i would love to write some checks to these awesome places and i would love to contribute with you as well so thank you again so much and thank you kathy for being on the show thank you all right guys we'll see you later you're listening to the seven transformations podcast with your host tutor alexander for weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7